what I mean to say, a nutshell podcast is my little snack size pod that launches new episodes every Monday and Thursday. It's where I get to drop topics and throw around my own honest opinions and insights on some of life's lifiest moments while connecting each episode to a fun and relatable meme. I'm your host, Rhea. Let's get right into it. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of What I Mean to Say, a Nutshell podcast. I'm your host, Rhea, and I'm happy to be here. It's, um, yeah, it's time to talk about some things that it seems like everybody, at least everybody that I'm talking to lately, is kind of struggling with or having to sort of like tackle this head on, and that is setting boundaries and in a variety of different types of relationships. Um, I'm talking to friends about uh, friendships, about like setting boundaries with friends, setting boundaries with parents, setting boundaries with their kids even. I'm I'm one of these people. I'm not just like talking about my friends having to um, have some difficult conversations and to really like sit with themselves to be like, okay, this is this is a boundary for me. I need to set it and then I need to ask for whichever person they may pertain to to respect that boundary and then I also need to let them know that if it won't be respected then this is the this will be the outcome of that. I don't want to necessarily say the consequence but because you're not setting boundaries with people that you don't already respect right like why would you bother if there isn't somebody that you already obviously care about why would you put the effort into wanting to set boundaries with them I should preface that by saying healthy boundaries <laughs> right being that they're healthy boundaries because if you just say boundaries well we kind of set them every single day almost without realizing it i'll give you an example of that today i was at the grocery store picking up a few things and when i passed the cashier to move my cart to the, the end where you do your own packing and then put them into your cart i then had to walk back to the um like the cash area to pay and I go to pay and the gentleman behind me had already moved all the way up to that cash space like the to the point of sale machine so he was already there standing at the point of sale machine and I needed to come and use it and pay for my groceries and you know like don't get me started on like social distancing but really like he was fully in my space and so I walked right up to the machine and he didn't move and I just said excuse me like, excuse me, and I was pulling my wallet out. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry. But it's almost like he didn't realize it. So when I say that, I mean that oftentimes when we are having to set boundaries, whether it's as simple as this total stranger who's like, oh, shit, I, sorry, I didn't even realize when I was in your space. Even with some of our closest friends, they don't even realize that they might be stepping over um, invisible boundary lines. They may not even know it. And so that is going to be your job to decide okay well maybe they aren't even aware of this and I think if you just decide like oh you know what like maybe they don't know that this is a boundary for me or that they might be encroaching on on a boundary uh, line then it's your job to be like hey were you aware like were you aware that when you like do this whatever the something that it bug, bugs you or crosses a line hey were you aware that when you do this that it actually like I start to feel defensive and I 
kind of like want to go on the attack. But as somebody you love and respect and care for, you probably don't want to be always on the defensive with them or worse yet, not even dealing with it. And just like, you know, kind of bitching and complaining behind their back and be like, oh, they always do that. And it's like, well, have you approached them on it? And maybe take it gone from an angle where you're like, hey, did you know this? Like, were you aware of this? Like, I know I haven't been clear to you. Maybe it's not something that you know as a, maybe a social norm or something. And uh, so I didn't fault this fella behind me in line for coming up too close into what was still my space because obviously I hadn't paid yet. But I was just like, excuse me. And he's, you know, got the hint, so to speak. I didn't have to be like, can I ask you to move over? Although I was prepared to do that. I was prepared to say, can I just ask you to back up? I'm going to pay now. And then what happened was... (laughs) which is like so much fun when this happens you know when a new month rolls over and you've got payments and you've got stuff coming in and out and I was like yeah you know it's like whatever the date is today this fifth but I don't know what day it is today it doesn't matter it's the weekend and I wasn't paying attention to what was coming out or if things were transferring into my account or what was going on and my bill declined with my interact card which by the way I've also had some issues with that but anyway that doesn't matter and so it declined and I was like oh well that's weird but okay like easily easily resolved so I'm like just give me a moment please and I did went on my little banking account and looked and I'm like oh yeah sure enough did like transfer transfer all good and paid for my groceries and it was fine and she the guy in line he was I don't think he was getting frustrated I didn't I didn't I don't know, but I just turned to him and in my mind, I was starting to do what I needed to do like really quickly. I was like, I gotta be really quick. I'm holding the line up. And then I was like, wait a second, wait a second. You didn't know that this was about to go down. So take the time you need. If somebody feels the need to rush you, you can honestly say, I'm just going to need a moment, please. And thank you. There is no harm in saying that. You don't need to take a tone with someone. I mean, I all this thought processing was going on in my mind while I was doing my quick banking. And it slowed me down. I slowed down because I was like, okay, like, once I realized that I typed in my number incorrectly and had to backspace a number of times, I was like, whoa, Rhea, slow down. It's okay. You are allowed to take as much time as you need to do that without feeling rushed without feeling like you're inconveniencing someone else and without feeling like you have to apologize to that person. I wasn't sorry for it. I was, you know, I was doing what I had to do to remedy the situation, but ultimately I'm on my time. I was on my clock. And so I did that. And then when I was done, I turned to him and we're wearing masks, of course. I turned to him and I said, thank you for your patience. And he smiled and I could tell he smiled because you know, your eyes smile. And I just said, thank you so much for your patience. And he just kind of like shrugged his shoulders like, yeah, no big And I think he said, yeah, no worries or no big deal or whatever he said. So it's fine. It wasn't anything that you have to sort of like get in your head about or worry that you're taking up too much space in the moment that you need to deal with something. And that in me just saying, excuse me, could you back up for a moment? Um, you know, is just like that is setting to, that's a quick little boundary for someone I don't even know. But they understood that I'm needing this space right now and it seemed to be all fine so why is it so hard for us to set boundaries with the people that we love and care for the most probably because we feel like they're going to um, be offended that they could be offended which yeah (laughs) 
very possible. But whose problem is that? If someone decides to become offended by you setting a healthy boundary to help, to assist in keeping your relationship on really good terms, that sounds like a them problem. That is definitely somebody who maybe hasn't, you know, fully worked on their emotional maturity. And it tends to be somebody who doesn't respect boundaries. And that's worth a whole other conversation, I think, as well. But people who are typically willing to respond well to healthy boundaries being placed um, are the people who want everything to be okay. And usually, and this is a really good sign, they that might feel like they open up the floor to come back to you and be like, hey, yeah, I'm so like now that we're talking about this, I actually have some boundaries myself, which like that's a great thing. Um, it's a good thing to have boundaries. <laughs> it really is. Okay, before we get going too long, let's get into this meme. <laughs> because there's a meme and it's already been like nine minutes because I just don't stop talking some days. Um, anyway, the, the meme I have to go with this is just like, um, it's a, I don't know, it's like a yard or like a, I'm not sure if it's in a playground, a picture of a playground or something. And it's just like got these wide open, it's wide open. Like uh, maybe they're, maybe they're sandboxes. It's kind of hard to tell from the picture, but there's like these spaces that are clearly like set up as boundaries. Um, Like they'd be like planters, like planter boxes or something like that. They're, They're set up with a boundary, but you can simply step over them. Like you can just step into them. Like you don't, there's no gate. There's no, there's no, well, there's no fence fencing all the way around it but that there's this gate there's this door a gated door that's on one end of it (laughs) but the rest of the fence hasn't been set up yet so it's just like this open area with a gate to go through and the caption above it says actual photo of my first attempt at setting boundaries and it's true it's like okay I'm gonna set up this door but you can still get in all around me you can still cross that line all around the door but it's a start and it is a start and it is important to make that first attempt. I have found in my own experience that when I do set boundaries and when I first started to, because there was a time when I didn't know how, and I think I have in fact just avoided it altogether because, um, it was uncomfortable for me to have to do that. That's hard. That's a really hard thing to do. You have to, you know, be really sure of yourself, be sure that this is something that is, will impact you if it's not sort of followed. And you have to, really be okay with what you're saying to to people um and it's just a lot it's that has to do with a self-awareness and just being like okay this doesn't actually work for me (laughs) anymore and um you can just you can just go for it just set that set that boundary and it's the more you do it the easier it becomes and it's like I remember mentioning to a friend of mine recently about how um it's like flex it's like any muscle it's like working any muscle and developing that muscle memory and um it's just flexing your boundaries muscle and the more you do it the better you get at it and um it starts to just become habit and and then your relationship will um the, the ones that are meaningful they'll expect it i know for me i expect my friends to have boundaries for me that i will also respect um if they don't it's there's 
it offers up too much space for other people to get involved. Or when there's no boundary there, I find that people who don't have close enough boundaries tend to assume um, more emotional weight or weighted downness, right? Like more emotional stuff because they've not worked through the process of setting a boundary, sticking to it, and not letting it take up rent, take up space for free, free rent in your mind. Because once you've set that boundary, you've made that decision. No, this is going to be a no for me. And then you can move on. But when you're like, okay, and it's like enabling and like back and forth, like, okay, well, yeah, I'll put up with this now, but then I'm just going to really like bitch to my spouse about it later. Then I'll put up with it now. Like that, that's, it becomes this whole like whirlwind of, um, like emotional baggage that (laughs) you're, you're sort of like carrying around of other people's opinions, maybe of your, of, of you or ideas that you think they have of you, um, when really, if you set that boundary, then it's, then their opinion on certain things. I'm talking about not like in general, you're not just like shutting people down. Although sometimes boundaries can look like barriers and then you just have to, yeah, you just put up that barrier and that barriers come into play when you've set the boundary and it has not been respected. Then it kind of leaves you no choice. That's when you, you know, have to sort of you gotta you gotta talk about that consequence right it's like i need you to do this and i need you to respect that and if you can't then um we're gonna have to have some you know time time away or time apart or whatever the case may be until we can come to an agreement on the healthy boundaries that can move our friendship forward um I know we were talking about, like, when I was talking earlier about different types of boundaries and with different relationships, I know for me, um, I'm setting, starting to set new boundaries with my kids. And it's mainly because they're getting to an age where um, they don't need to be micromanaged. And I have taught them that they can count on me as someone who will just keep shit in line. Little, I'll just keep keep the ball rolling. And it's not allowing them, at least I don't think it is, to be making all, starting to make these more important decisions for themselves without necessarily consulting me. Like they can let me know how things are going, but they don't need me to make the decision for them. And so that came from me setting the boundary, not them. And I said to them, look, (laughs) it's time that we start we make a shift in how we respect each other's space around here and by doing that um it's not just our space so much but like our time so I said if you know that you have us for an example if you know that you have an assignment due a certain day and you've elected to leave it to the last minute and now the day before it's due well now you need to have it you know you need to have it typed and printed or, and, you know, and, a, you know, X, Y, Z. And you've only come to me the night before. But let's say, for example, well, I'm sorry, but I don't have any ink in the printer. And now it's Sunday at whatever time and nothing's open to go get that. Or, oh, well, I, 
that was yeah how long have you known about this this assignment oh you've known about this for a week now and you're leaving it till now and so how now brown cow how now does your um crisis become my emergency and I remember somebody I was dating once say say that to me he was he would say like I remember us growing up and his dad being like oh really this oh really like you've you've let this out of control get out of control and now you're in a crisis and now it has to be, be my emergency now I need to run around looking for printer ink to get in the printer or making phone calls to other people to arrange a, a way like hey can we each can we um email this to you and then can we get you to print it for us and we'll come by and pick it up like that kind of shit <laughs> is what I'm pulling back from is what I'm setting a boundary on on my kids because the reality is if you leave it to the last minute that's on you if you know come to me Sunday night at five o'clock after supper after you've had this like day of just like lounging and going to do your own thing with your buds, maybe playing games on the Xbox or whatever, and then you're like, oh, I have this assignment, it's due tomorrow. Um, it's typed, it's ready, but it needs to be printed. But you don't have a printer, or you don't have any ink in the printer, or we're out of paper. Oh. Oh well. It sucks to be you. It sounds like such a harsh thing to say as a parent to a kid, but really, like, that's the fucking reality. Like, we almost always as parents, at least nowadays, I don't think my parents would have done this. I really don't. But nowadays, we really do allow their, when they get themselves into crisis, it becomes our emergency. It becomes our problem. And that is not going to serve anyone well <laughs> at all. It's not good for my mental state. Uh, it's definitely not good for them. But at the end of the day, uh, the consequence falls on them from their teacher, not on me. And so I was saying this to my son and he's just like, yeah, okay. I just want to let you know that I have like one assignment left and they're due by midnight tonight. And I just, I finished it and I'm, and I'm, uh, and I'm good to go. And I was like, well, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. I already passed grade 10 and good. <laughs> like I already did that. Been there, done that. I will help you in certain ways. It's not like I'm like absolving myself of parenting, not even in the slightest. I'm just taking it to the next level. I feel like I'm like leveling up in parent parenthood right now and setting these boundaries with my kids that is not a simple thing to do at all. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not easy to do at all, but it's important because they're healthy boundaries that are not only going to make my kids literally force them to be more responsible and more like, look after your stuff. You know what you have to do. And I do know I have to put faith in that, in them that they know what they're doing. I've taken, I've taken it this far. I brought you this far. I'm confident in my parenting thus far. Let's see how you do. Let's see how you manage for a little while here. We have three weeks left of school. I'm kind of letting the ball in their court and they're capable that's the thing. They're more than capable. But if I'm always standing in the way, or if any parent were always just standing there, like, ready to hover, then we're not really giving them that opportunity to take off, right? To, like, see what they can do. And I really feel like this might crash and burn, but at least, at least there'll be a lesson there, right? 
and it's likely not going to happen for much for too long. They'll be like, oh God, you're really not, you're really not going to get me out of bed in the morning. Hey, no, sure not. Oh, you're really not going to, you know, run and save me in a moment of crisis. No, I'm really not. And it's not easy. It's not easy for me to do. But there's sometimes when you just get to the point where you're just like, okay, enough, enough. And so we had a really good conversation. It's not like I just said, this is what it's going to be like and rah, 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 and roll with an iron fist. I didn't do that. I sat my kids down. We had a really good conversation. They kind of seemed pumped about it. They're like, yeah, okay, we're on it. We're good to go. And I was like, so good. I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see how this is going to go. And it's setting a really good, healthy boundary for me too, because they need to see that as a parent, I will be there for them to help them, but not to save them. And that there's a difference. And they need to understand that that's an okay thing, that we can still have a very strong bond and a very strong relationship without me being an enabler, without me being a bulldozer or a helicopter. <laughs> I don't need to be any of those things. I never really thought that I was a helicopter parent, but really, the you know, when I was kind of reflecting on it the last few weeks, I'm like, no, I think I really do have those helicopter tendencies. And uh, not to an extreme, I don't think, but... I certainly have had my moments, definitely. And I'm just kind of getting a little more real with that, with myself too. And um, and at some point, they're going to leave anyway, right? They're going to move out anyway. So why not start giving them the tools where I can observe that from a distance and really keep instilling that sense of um, independence and ownership and that sense of responsibility in them now while I'm still here and can like observe it. I just need to bite my tongue. <laughs> and that's going to be the biggest challenge is not to intervene, not to interject, but to, we've laid out these new healthy boundaries really well, very clear. And I need to do my part in it, which is to take a step back and not ask 8 billion questions. <laughs> so that's on me. And that's what I'm doing with setting boundaries. But there's lots of different ones. There's lots of ways that we have to do those. And it's not easy. But you owe it to yourself. And that relationship that means a lot to you, regardless of who it is, um, the, you owe it to yourself to at least try. And set it in a situ- set a boundary and in a situation where you're where you're not already escalated where you're not already like mid mid argument but maybe something's transpired and you've had some time to sit on it you're like yeah you know that doesn't really work for me like I can't really take that kind of pushback or behavior so then you're like okay I don't I don't want I don't want that that's not going to be welcomed in my life anymore and then you work around a way to approach it and then you make the point sit down with that person and tell them that you want to have a conversation about healthy boundaries. Don't be like, can we have a go for coffee and then just bring it on them? No, because it's only fair that if you're going to set healthy boundaries, that they've at least had the time to process it. Maybe gain some self-awareness themselves about maybe what you are going to be you know, talking about. Maybe they need to reflect a little bit. Like I said before, maybe they aren't even aware of their behaviors. 
Or maybe they think that their behaviors are internal and they're not actually projecting out and that they're not actually impacting other people. So it's worth just opening up those lines of communication, making sure that you're clear, using I feel or when this happens, I feel, I feel statements. We learn those in elementary school and just see how it goes. I think people who are self-aware and who are um, resolution-based are open to having those conversations as difficult as they may be. You might get butterflies, you might kind of feel sick to your stomach, you might be creating stories in your head about what they're thinking or what they're, you know, concerned about. But ultimately, if you need to, if you want to have peace within yourself around your interactions with that particular person, it's kind of necessary to set those boundaries to be able to move forward. And if you simply cannot, then maybe you need to think about how important that person really is in your life. Um, Because I think when it comes down to it, it's not about you controlling things. It's about you wanting to meet someone halfway on something that's important to you. And it's like having any kind of difficult conversation. Be prepared to hear, to get either response. They'll either want to work with you or against you. And then you can cross that bridge when you get to it. But setting boundaries is, it's it's a hard thing. And I think it's kind of a buzzword right now too. People are like really into that kind of thing. And I for one think it's amazing that that's where we're getting at. I think there should be, a, I think there should be a difficult conversations and set boundary setting class in high school. <laughs> I 100% do. Although I could rewrite the entire curriculum and have it to be more worthwhile in terms of classes I think that would be more beneficial to kids nowadays but you know that's just me that's maybe a, that's a podcast for another day anyway um I'm not gonna ramble on too much longer I've been getting into the habit of that lately but I just wanted to um yeah I just wanted to bring forth that whole like setting boundaries thing I feel like this is something that we will likely touch base on again I'd love to have um a little interview format and chat with some people who I know are very, very good at setting boundaries and, and knowing how to, um, like navigate through that. And maybe we'll like come back with some, you know, conversation and and actual scenarios and maybe even have people writing in questions and then we can answer those. And that would be super cool. And I don't, I have a couple ideas of people I'd want to do that with. So, uh, anyway, you know, things are in the works, but anyways, you guys, I hope you have a fabulous week. If you're setting those boundaries this week, or if this has at least got that spark going that you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, okay, I should probably start having that conversation. If you need any help with that, or if you, like, you know, I'm I'm not too shabby about, you know, helping out people, like, sort of uh, word these sort of things, or, like, get the, get the wordsmithing together. So if you ever want to connect... You're welcome to anytime, anytime, any topic. You can find me on Instagram at a nutshell pod. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep moving forward with your heart and your eyes wide open.